0: The Koi Gig Pod.
1: Tune in and support us, please. <laughs> we need every little bit of support. Um, we might be outnumbered here in Australia, but we can definitely feel the love from back home. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB's The Hurling Pod. With Board Gosh Energy. Proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship.
0: It's the moment where Skel tries to check out everyone who's in the crowd. It's like, well, so who's actually made the trip from Galway to be here? It's no, it's the first like, you go to check. Always
2: one thing and I will say. If uh, whenever I'm at a game, there's always one person I can hear is my mother. Yes. So the second I walked out, I say she's she's over to I my can left. see her there. there I can see go. her right over there.
0: <laughs> Hand on her head. That's the guy, guys. What's he gonna say? <laughs> uh, for regular listeners of the pod, how much is in the swear jar with Mammy Skehel now
2: at this point? Let's just say she got a two-week holiday over there two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome along, it is The Hurling Pod Live. It is brought to you off the ball here with thanks to Borgosh Energy. They've given us this magnificent theater for the evening. You are all supporting two fantastic charities by being here as well. The Dylan Quirk Foundation, which is very close to all of our hearts we want to support, and Focus Ireland, who are the assigned charity for Borgosh Energy this year. As you saw in the video, just before we came out, BGE, one of the sponsors of the All-Ireland Championship, their message very much is that hurling, it's anyone's game. They are promoting inclusivity in hurling so we're here week of the all-ireland final lads slightly different to zoom in the kitchen over the last two years yeah here we are in a theater relatively packed friends and family here and you don't give a what's the way the stories are going to go
1: uh well i don't think so we we got a lot of guidance actually to be fair the last while on the amount of well, swears for him really is what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've and stories.
0: Five to I, ten. I, I'm not that
1: bad. Like that. No, but I think to be <laughs> fair, <laughs> I think to be fair, the nerves were about six weeks ago. We were talking about it there when we were told we we're coming to the Borgosh. Gosh, I think that's where the nerves were. We were saying that's a bit big now, but it's unbelievable to see the amount of people that are here this evening. So it's
0: it's incredible. But two great causes as well, in fairness yeah, fair to it. Sure. Yeah. So look. Both of you, scale of hurled in front of 82,000 people at Crow Park. This isn't a deal <laughs> for nerves.
2: <laughs> well, I, uh, as soon as I heard it was going to be on here, the first thing I did was Google Capacity. <laughs> 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 and I, I, I entered in the wrong theatre. There must be some other BGE theatre in like London, and I saw 22,000. I went, oh, fuck, god, I going to that? But anyways, I found the right one, and it was 2,100. So I said, ah, if we get half it, it's a huge success. But then when the, when the charities came along, it just uh, I, I kind of knew... He'll get good traction because there'll be generous people, and, and, and here we are.
0: Yeah, oh, magnificent, especially yeah. for you all to come along. On a Thursday night, we know midweek in Dublin is tricky, particularly for... Like, we heard this year before we came out. How many people are actually here from Limerick?
2: Woo-hoo! 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 And the <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Lights. I can't.
0: You can hear but... Straight away, I'm hoping they are on Skell's Ooh. team in the competition for the All Ireland tickets.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wrong number, right, okay. Where is she? <laughs>
2: uh, I have my fans. <laughs>
0: uh, we have a fantastic lineup tonight as well. We totted up the numbers 21 All Stars backstage before we started. Skell, you and I have contributed nothing to that number. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I have more Ireland than you. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Paul Murphy's got four, which is not bad. I believe Tommy Walsh is sitting somewhere out there with nine. I think there's only one man who's got more than him. And Joe Canning, you know, the small matter of being hurler of the year, five All-Stars. And Kieran Carey is here, Limerick legend, one of the best players. <laughs> to play for a Limerick team who got so close but didn't get over the line. And he's got three All-Stars to contribute as well, so fantastic to be here. Will we grab a seat? Because it yeah. might seem kind of weird if we're standing up all night. Yep. Um, we will be ringing out Joe Canning in a few minutes. But the two lads to give us an insight. We'll talk about the game a lot more with the lads when they come out a bit later on. But tell us about All-Ireland Week and what it's like, Paul, when you're getting ready.
1: Um, look, I suppose different years. If you're lucky to play in, in a few, like when you're young, you're just naive. You just think, you know, the, 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 you just want to play the match. The, it comes in very quickly. Um, I remember my first one just sleeping the whole night through, no nerves whatsoever and going and playing it. But then I suppose, look, maybe as you get older, um, you realise the bit of pressure that might be on you. You realise that, you know, you could be losing on Sunday, you could be feeling bad for the week. So there's, there, there's, different, there's different weeks that happen. But look, from the Kilkenny point of view, that I'm sure the lads are refreshed, they're delighted coming in here now. Like, I mean, if you took at the start of the year, to say that we were going to be in the final, we'd, we'd take their hand off. And look, the Limerick lads are well-grounded. They've been here many times and look, their feet don't seem to be coming off the ground. So I think all players this week now, will, you know, especially with Kenny playing last year, there's no real new guys stepping in.
0: Easier, difficult thing to come in to a team who'd been so successful at the time you come in.
1: Uh, easy for me, like, um, I felt, I came in, I watched the lads go for the four in a row, part of the training panel, and uh, for me it was like, you know, I stepped in behind Tommy there, and the right corner back, And remember the first All Ireland, it was there, and Tommy was in front of me, Noel Hickey was to the left of me, and you had JJ and the lads, and I was just saying, I'm pretty much the luckiest supporter in Kilkenny here that gets to play the game, like, that was the way I looked at it, but, um, look, there was no pressure, the boys were great, the boys just put the arm around you and say, listen, you're, you're here on merits, and you didn't get in there unless you were, you know, playing well, so... Look, I was just delighted to be there after dropped two or three times from Kilkenny. So, you you know, you had the hard yards to make as well. But, um, look, it was just great. I think, like you know, Skell had said the same in the boys. I think when you get to an All-Ireland Final, as a player, for years you think you might never get there. So when you get there, it's just
0: brilliant. Hmm. Simplistic preparation for you. Uh, Forgive anyone listening to the pod two weeks ago, but I have to ask Skehel again about his preparations for
2: 2012. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) So, basically, I... uh, I like to be active, so I, I, can't, I can't stand sitting around just doing nothing... ...because my head gets into my own head, if you know what I mean, right? So I said I'd be, um, I, I would do a prudent action and go down to the bog, load the turf... ...and leave it there, because there, there was a bridge between the banks... ...that was kind of a bit sketchy. So I thought if I chanced it i would be there for the night. So I, I went home, and my uncle, uh, you, you don't know him... ...but he's the type of uncle that immigrated in the 60s, comes back... ...thinks the Irish could do nothing right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that he knows everything. So he said, come down, we'd fix the bridge we get the turf out and you can enjoy your weekend. I listened, and then when I saw him load the trailer with a bale of fucking straw, right, and a couple of bits of four by two, I should've known, I should've known, but I I went along with it, and we chanced it. And I'll never forget, as we're coming out, he does the most American phrase, he goes, punch it! This, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I put down, and trailer, (laughs) over. I was probably three or four hours there, so vexed, and it wasn't even my turf. (laughs) It was my mother's turf. (laughs) So, I just left in a fit of vexation at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, fell into bed, woke up, fell asleep on the bus going to the match. Uh, I, was telling, I didn't tell the story at the, manager, at the table for breakfast because Anthony Cunningham was there. I thought he'd drop me. But then I went out and had a good game. <laughs> so, uh, in terms of a draw, these guys kind of spoiled it, but alas.
0: Mm. So, knee, dip, knee deep in bog water is the key then? Knee deep in bog water, yeah.
2: Because my wife, we've been together probably four or five years at that stage. I asked her to go and get the chains. Uh, these big heavy duty chains now. Like she's a small five foot five thing, she's little, you know, and 10 minutes past, 20 minutes past, 30, I ring her, where the fuck are the chains? <laughs> like, she, she couldn't put them into the boat. like. <laughs> so, so I had to get my sister, two sisters to come down. And then I didn't even thank them, I just caught the chains and started pulling with them. But it's just, yeah, it's one, one of those things when you look back now from a position of maturity, and you say to yourself, what was I doing? What was I at? You know, because if I, I'm in management now to a degree, you know, with, with, with kids. I'm like, that is the last thing I'd say for him to do. You know, <laughs> but let's just say I'm getting older and wiser.
0: <laughs> um, Paul, you met Skehel for pretty much the first time outside the pitch last year. Mm. It was only literally as we were coming down here, the American side just reminded me of the guy you bumped into in the bar, the very nice American man oh, yeah. who was trying to enjoy his holiday in Limerick. Yeah. Skehel ruined <laughs> the entire trip for him.
1: Yeah, like, so we did our first road show. I'd say it was probably actually the first time we met in person, really, because we started it by Zoom. But um, we. We checked in at the same time. We did it in Dolan's in Limerick last year. We checked in at the same time. And uh, so sure two of us were like, here, we go down for a pint. And there was actually this small bar on the floor we were on. So we went down to it. And there was only one other guy from Chicago on it. And he was kind of sitting there on his own having a drink. And um, we just could, we'd include him in the conversation. And Skelly goes, uh, how are you getting on? Where are you from? And your man goes, oh, I'm from Chicago. And Skelly straight away was like, oh, geez, that's a great sport town. You have the Chicago Bulls. You have the Cubs. Yeah, he was rattling off. Your man was like, I'm, I'm not really into it. Uh, not really into sport, to be honest. This guy was like, "Well, f- what are you into then?" Like, kind looking at this fella, and I was kind of looking at him, going, like, trying to f- Where you going re- read his vibes. I was like, "Where's he going?" He goes, well, "What are you into then?" And your man's like, "Well, I'm kind of into robot wars." And you could just see there's just this scale. Just never broke his stare with him. He just looked at him. He goes, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, right, come on, we're done. <laughs> so straight away, I was like, right, because a few times during the pod there, you could just see that blank, glazed look coming on scale. I'm like, robot wars. That's what this <laughs> is now. And actually, it was the Father Ted thing. When he was, that was when I could see the, oh So when you don't know something, it's like, bang, I go, I frozen. Go blank. I go blank, yeah. yeah. Control, i delete. I
0: thought it was the Wi-Fi originally. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a confession to make as well. We had planned to watch a Father Ted episode, and then we kind of got lost for time. So we will watch it at halftime, and you can report back in speed three for the second half. For anyone who's not familiar, James Skell I think is the only person in Ireland who managed to bypass Simpsons <laughs> and Father Ted, despite the fact that Father Ted and the Simpsons was impossible to miss as a kid.
2: I, I don't know, like, I, what was going on? But like, back, back, back in that, day, in I, the I have to ask her, because why weren't we watching it?
1: <laughs> the father, now, here, the father is the hand over the face now. It's a we're fla- we're the flat, mother two minutes We are
2: flat out working, like, I, I there's no what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I, Monday that at was nine o'clock. Nine o'clock working. of a Monday evening. No, I is. don't know. Like, <laughs> I said <laughs> some things in the podcast show the year, right? And they've been questionable things. But I've never got as much abuse about <laughs> fucking Father Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I committed crimes against the nation. <laughs> so I will watch it. I commit to watch it. Uh, I'm not getting my hopes up too much, because you guys have built it up since the best things is sliced bread. Mm. So <laughs> I watch it and i report back.
0: I like that you escaped Davy Fitzharris and Tipperary supporters the best part, but Father Ted just will piss people off.
2: Yeah, it's amazing, like, isn't it? Maybe because people agreed with me about Davy Fitz and Tip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> How's there any Tip lads in, actually? Uh, more to follow. Sure. I, I assume there's nobody here from Tipperary, given their early exit from the championship. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. Mm. Um, I reckon I know why you didn't see Father Ted. You spent your teenage years being a miscreant. That's why.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: Like, no, we have to give the context of this. Yeah, the context, um, no, t- before we say You're it. not
0: a Garda, or have never been a member of Ungarda Siakana, except no. Is there any Garda? today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Actually, my sister-in-law's over there, she's a guard. <laughs> oh, go ahead. And her fellow's a guard. Now, I, I like that neither of them admitted it, they say. Really <laughs> any
0: guards? No, no, now, no. Now,
1: to be fair, to contact the background on this story, we, on Monday when we recorded the pod, we, afterwards we sat back and we said, right, have we got any stories that we can tell? Better take a drink. And uh, we, myself and Will were like, oh yeah, that's a good one, we'll write that down, that's a good one. And Scale hadn't said anything. And next thing he goes, what's the Statue of Imitations? And <laughs> <laughs> we I said, why? I may have impersonated Gary in my life. And I'm like, you just close the notebook, I said, go on, tell us. It's
2: <laughs> 10 years, by the way. It's we're over Robert, yeah. it, we're over it, yeah. 20 years. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's 20 years since the incident. Oh yeah, then <laughs> Yeah, so Fire basically, um, I suppose, I'm from Capitaglia, right, which is East Galway, not a lot to do, okay, so you <laughs> kind of find your own. I'm, I'm making up excuses. Yeah, <laughs> <right>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to find your own activity. So I said to myself, uh, a couple of my friends were there, let's go to the top of our road, it's only kind of 100 meters long, let's just, John, let's just egg a few cars, right? So we had six Casually. eggs. Casually, let's just Casually, yeah. Of, yeah. So we had six eggs, so that lasted all of three <laughs> minutes, OK? So we went back down, I have to take another idea, so there was like a high-vis jumper jacket there, and for some reason my dad, God rest him, had a hat, a bit, kind of like a Garda hat, looked like a Garda hat, so I said, you know what, I'll fuck them on, and let's go out and stop a few cars. So I went to the top of the road, and I had a flashlight, and I would just kind of flag a car down, <laughs> put her in the window and say, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> and then put him, back, put him over his eyes, he couldn't see me, had you much to drink, and then put him back. So this went on for probably half an hour, we probably stopped six or seven cars. And everyone, everyone played long, because so, they all knew it was a big joke, <laughs> so everyone every played long. But my friend, who we're named nameless, right, uh, he's quite witty, but he said, you know what, this is, I'm getting bored of this, let's change it up, let's, I lie on the ground, right, and you pretend your are kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> right? And the next car comes up, let's just see what he'll do. Sounds like, so next thing, I'm there kicking the shit out of him, you know, i have put the light on them, and we see the car come up the hill. And next thing, as it gets really close, like, like literally front row close, we discover it's a Garda car. <laughs> right? So, this is not to be recorded. The Garda car comes. And <laughs> let's, not let's to just, be recorded. It's it? all being recorded. <laughs> okay, let's just say the Garda car clips me, and I go over the Garda car, right? And uh, I lose my shoe. So, we just took off running. And I mean, when we started running, like Forrest Gump, we ran for five kilometres to the next parish, okay? So that was fine. I rang my mother, you know, as you do, Mammy's boy, distressed. She comes and collects us. I don't tell her the truth. Then I tell her the truth, right? Then the next day, it's on Galway Bay. There's four adult males trying to hijack cars in Capitagon. <laughs> right? That's a Sunday. Mam uh, rings me, we're fucked. <laughs> and then so I'm in school Monday morning. And uh, bear in mind, I'm 15 years of age. And I was in a classroom whereby you look out the window and you can see all the cars coming in. And I just saw a guard of care coming in, and I felt my heart beating, and I turned to my friend and goes, I'm finished, lads. <laughs> and as soon as I said it over the intercom, it is, "Well, James Cahill please come to the principal's office? <laughs> and Michael Bond, who was the manager of Offaly 98, a really good guy, he was the principal. I walked into the, the uh, office, the guard didn't even say hello, he just point puts up the shoe, is this yours? <laughs> and it was a size fucking 13 Nike. Just, <laughs> who's gonna have that? And I said it was, yeah. But long story short, anyway, uh, let's just say I was questioned, <laughs> and there was kind of an agreed disagree. So it didn't follow me around, all all's well that ended well, and uh, I here, I'm here to tell the tale. So thanks, ma'am, for bailing me out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's an accomplice.
0: I think that's the first of three stories we have a Brush to the Law with you. Oh. There's more to come, Lows. that's
2: all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Unfortunately. And like even, so ma'am, like I, I tormented her from like 15, 16, 17, so I have two daughters, Yeah. and like I have a third on the way. So when we got the scan done, I rang my mother and I said, uh, it's not the girl. <laughs> like, and she goes, no, that's what you get, that's what you get for being a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Paul Murphy, I reckon your story is going to be slightly more wholesome than them. A little bit more, yeah. Um, yeah. I believe a minibus of people from your home area have come up. There's
1: about 14 lads, there are 15 lads from Dan's Fort there, yeah. One only got a smartphone about two months ago. (laughs) So that's the kind of calibre of man you're dealing with there now. (laughs) Michael Mylan, I don't want to name him, but there he is, he's the hands up and all. He actually, he used to send lads around the country on the buy and sell and different things, trying to find 3210s, wouldn't buy a smartphone. So him coming to Dublin now is a mind-blowing experience, at least, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Your own club mate, then, on Sport and Richie Hogan, is potentially going to win an eighth All-Ireland medal on Sunday. Mm. Uh, That doesn't include, like, his 15 All-Ireland handball medals and his world handball and everything as well. He's, like, the most glittering and crazy CV you could ever have. But
1: it seems he's not a very good guy to look after things at home. No, we were going over it. I was thinking, when we were trashing out a few stories, like, who's good stories? And, like, Richie. Richie is, like, you know is all about, you know, his work and, you know, education, his every, whole life squared away, but then just makes a hames of other things altogether. Now, I rang Paddy as well before, it's like, Paddy, is it all right to say this one, actually? Because it doesn't, it doesn't come across great for Richie. But uh, <laughs> then I was like, grand, a story about it. Then, then he said his story. I was like, ah, oh, it's fine then <laughs> after that. <laughs> But uh, no, Richie, here. Richie, a few years ago, his parents went to Australia, Richie's sister's in Australia, so they went to Australia and said, Richie, look, will you just mind the house and look after the place and, you know, keep the lights on and all that. So Richie was like grand and they had Labrador at the time, I don't know if they probably still do, but uh, they mightn't have it after this story, but <laughs> Richie was minding, minding the house anyway, watching the telly, and little did he know, the dog was after getting out of the pen, heading down the road and got into the local Aldi and started hauling loaves of bread off the shelf. Richie was inside, anyway, watching telly, like, just not minding the house at all. And uh, so the, the dog was causing such consternation in Aldi, someone locally took a picture of the dog, put it up on the local community notes on Facebook, and said, does anybody know this dog? It's destroying Aldi. So Richie didn't figure it out. Richie didn't notice the dog was missing. Next thing, his mum in Australia, Liz, was onto the community notes, sees that here is the dog in Aldi. Does anybody own this? Rings Richie. Richie's like... There's Liz ringing me. Well, Liz, how's it going? Liz goes, The fucking dog is an Aldi.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's like, What? And next thing, sure, he went on, pictured, it had to go up, pay about 40 euro worth of bread off the ogre. Oh. <laughs> I was like, That's brilliant. That's the caliber of man you're dealing with. So you might see him on Sunday, you might think, Incredible hurler, shite of minding dogs.
0: Scott, i like one more story I wanted to slip in before Joe Cannon comes on stage, and because it connects both of you. So Gerald becomes Galway manager. Mm-hmm. You're a very young goalkeeper at that stage getting in on the panel. Mm-hmm. You meet your now wife. Yeah. You go on a night out. And O'Connor has training planned for the next oh, day. the first meeting.
2: Well, yeah. So I met Grace. Uh, this is 2007. I'm 19, young and dumb. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we had a great whole night. And yeah, I like her. So <laughs> I, was only, I was only going out for a pint or two. But because she was there, I had to keep, I had to keep at it. Do you know what I mean? So, keep
0: uh, off. Yeah, I keep, <laughs> at,
2: I to keep, keep. I was going to say keep plowing, but I have to keep.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> keep crafting, keep crafting. You know what I mean. So that was fine. Uh, I woke up the following morning. Training was at nine o'clock, this is about quarter past nine. So it was in Athenry, which is about twenty minutes from home. And I said, fuck, like, I'm, I'm in deep shit here. Jail was still in the hair. Jail was a thing back then, still. Mm-hmm. And I hop in the car, fly it down the road, and I get outside at out the night, and I'm thinking, what's my excuse? Because I wasn't going to tell the truth. So I put my hands on the tires, and I rubbed the tires, and I said, this is definitely it now. He'll, he'll, he'll actually feel sympathy for me. So I went in, and I ran in. <laughs> Sorry, it's your fucking flat tire. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, show me the tire. <laughs> <laughs> I said, fuck, in <laughs> there, he said, get in there. He said. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's how I first met my wife, yeah. She's to blame. We
0: can get all the unconventional Gerald Nan stories out. Time for us to bring out the 2017 Hurler of the Year, All-Ireland winner with both Pretumna and Galway. It is the great Joe Canning.
3: Hello, Will. How are you, Will? Good man. You know him. Joe? Oh,
0: you. <clears throat> you know the great part about this segment. We'll talk about Joe's career. We'll talk about the final. We'll talk about Harlan, That's all going to be good. Well, actually, I rang Joe earlier. He went, "I have got three hours of stories on scale." So I was like, so this is going to be good. Scale. <laughs> this was your only concern when we booked Joe for this show.
2: No, so he says to me behind the scenes, "This lad," he goes, "You're nervous." I said, "I'm not." He said, "It's you." I said, "It's you." I said, it's you I'm nervous about. <laughs> because I and I, I will admit, right? I rang the country today, trying to get a story on him, and he's dangerously keen.
3: I'd all, <laughs> <laughs> I'd all the boys told, don't answer ever whatever you do. And then I walked into a pub earlier on, right, down the road. And one of your, <laughs> what were you at last Saturday night?
0: Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was these baby, It was your baby shower. No, it and wasn't. you went out. My and where'd bro- you end up? My brother-in-law had we were wetting the baby's head from my brother-in-law's child. Yeah. <laughs> and so my sister-in-law was with us. And you know the way you haven't got enough, like, drink? So <laughs> Three. I rang one of the lads there, David Dillon has the pub in Lachray, so mm. I rang him like 10 times. Half one. Yeah. We were in Killarney
3: on a stag, and
2: he rings me as well.
3: Yeah, because it was the smart thing to do at the time.
2: You know? <laughs> and then I rang him, and none of them answered, you know what I mean? But I found a drink, so... <laughs> Where did the taxi driver bring it? How do you know that? For <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... So, anyways, I Do you
3: know where he ran for five kilometres from the guards? He ended up in the same parish the same night.
2: I told the guard, he looked, he looked Irish at the guard, looked ir- or not the guard, sorry, yeah. the taxi man looked Irish. So I said, when, you, when I get to Capitagal, I have a habit of falling asleep when I have alcohol in me, so just make sure you wake me in Capitagal. Mm. And I woke up and I was not Capitagal. <laughs> so I, I was like, this is fucking... I said, turn around, like, and he was cursing and blinding. But anyways, I was in the next parish, but I got home. So again, all's well. Um, How would you know that? <laughs> I know a lot. I told two people that. Yep. He knows why. One night, him.
0: him. He knows why. <laughs> <laughs> so, on local geography, do you want to tell people where you got sick after the road show last year?
2: Is, is, this, is this my show? <laughs> 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 like, uh, fuck. So, I got up early for work. All right, I have to tell it. thinking I was in good shape. I ate the breakfast. I took off driving. I had to go on a Zoom call while well, I'm on, in the car, act sober. I got as far as St. Thomas's pitch and I just puked my ring up. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't do it. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Well, just
0: thought I'd get it out there. It to just fit in nice. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Yeah. Um, how are you keeping, Joe? I'm
3: good. I'm good. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too I'm, bad. I'm
0: all ready for the roast on this one. Um, we are going to look at some of your best moments a little bit later on. You can, we'll let the audience decide on those ones. But what's schedule like to work with? Given that you've been on the minor management this year with Galway. <sighs> Very composed. Um, <laughs> No, he's, he's,
3: he, in fairness to him, right, he's a lot different than what he used to be on the pitch. He's, uh, he's a way different, he's way more, he is composed. When he's, with, when he's with the guys, like, especially with the goalies and stuff like that, he's actually really good. Like, we only brought him in as a goalkeeping coach last year, and then we had to bump him up into selector, because he was giving out.
2: Um, <laughs> no, because we didn't win the Ireland. <laughs> we didn't win
3: it this year either. Uh, so he he's really good that way, but th- the first time I ever met James, it was actually a football game in Portumna and now <laughs> Patricia will remember this as well. Do you remember this? So we had an under twelve football we were playing it was the same you're Saint Gabriel's are you? Yeah, yeah <laughs> and he's the same size now as he was at under twelve, right <laughs> so. We don't play football anymore, give it up under 16 or whatever, but we were playing this match in Bertumna, and James was on this lad from, from our club, and he was running around, uh, and James couldn't catch him. And there was a bit of a row during the match, and after the match, I think we won the match by a point or something, but you actually had to hold him back from going into the our dressing room to bait your man. <laughs> <laughs> at under 12, do you remember that? Joy, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. everything. <laughs> Jeez. Under every, twelve. every then, time I see you, you tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Imagine, like,
3: under 12 match, like, coming into the dressing room to go bait a lad after.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't very sportsman, like... But, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, no, there's a... Like, we grew up together then, the whole way going up, like, so... We would have known each other from probably that day until, until obviously, now, but... Um, yeah, we would have played under 14, 16, minor, 20, senior. Um, but yeah, I didn't go in that year with, when Skell was running around the paddocks with Luck Nan. I was at home. It was hard work, man. <laughs> he used to come home and eat a few jaff cakes. We were we'd be eating Chinesees and drinking pints and stuff like that. Apache <laughs> pizza, remember? Apache pizza,
2: yeah.
3: We were living together in Limerick in college. James had come in. I'd say he lost. You must have lost four stone in a week running with Lugnan, that type oh, You just drained off him. You could only eat Jaffa cakes. Yeah, i remember man there with the chicken tenders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Still didn't start.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing that means you got to miss out on the baseball machines then. I did. I missed that year, yeah. You may and, pick, the sound, and the tra- sand track. You may pick that story up, Scal.
2: The baseball machines, I suppose when... I suppose, like, go oh, we, we weren't in a good spot at the time, like, senior-wise. No. Yeah, I know we, we were in the final in 05, but... You we know, were well beaten, like, so mm. when Luck Nang came in, it was kind of like, this is the messiah. Because only 10 years previous, he'd won with Clare. And we were thinking, this is, this is going to be the answer. So in, in his ingenuity, he brings in these baseball machines. You know the Oaks that spit out the balls? Like, 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 like that's the way it was. <laughs> that, that sound effect, right? <laughs> or, so like, we thought, this is this is, is going to work. So anyways, Louis McQueen from Clare sets up the ba- baseball machine at Central Field. And we can see him when we're warming up. And he's... He's testing it out like in the air, you know, and he's mm. f-dung, f-dung, like, and they're going fucking way up, like, right. And so then he says, "Right, lads, look down your score." Right, us. Right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> he said Yeah. Right, us. <laughs> 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 21-yard line. Yeah. So we used to have. he scored, He said, uh, "We're going to get Louis to throw, to fire in the baseball, and you're going to catch it and then turn and shoot." So Eugene Clunen was was, uh, was first up, like trying to make an impression, obviously. And Louis McQueen obviously set it a bit high, so he just and Clunen shoots out, and it just hits his hand. Boom. And he just turns around like this. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> and then every just starts backing up. Like, 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 no, no, no. And then we are doing shooting practice, and Cullum Cannon was in goals. And uh, Cullum This time, no helmets now, obviously. He says to Louis on 21, uh, right, or, or Sean Tracy, excuse me, whenever you're ready. And Sean goes, Cullum, the ball's behind you. <laughs> just, <laughs> He goes, Fuck it, he it was so, It was so fast. But it, That was just one of the things we did with looked back in the day that we thought, like we hung our hat on, this is definitely going to work. But it didn't. <laughs> so,
3: so. Yeah, there were some, some stories back then. Do you remember the day we played Cork the following year? And we played a challenge match down in. Uh, down in Cork? Uh, no, let it, uh, kind of a 15 on 15 down in Tireless the week before. And uh, yes, yes. it was the last game before obviously picking the team for the Cork match the following week. So down we went down and Alan Kearns was playing and Andy Carey absolutely nailed him coming in. Knocked him out, like. So Kearns was there on the ground going, jeez, oh, oh, where am I, like? Play on, match continued. They had to tr- nearly drag him off to the sideline. And there was no freeze or anything. Look, Nan was refereeing and he roars out to the field. It was a lovely sunny day and he roars out, Kearns, what do you got? Sunning yourself, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Kearns is like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and Ke- uh, Carey got on the panel. Do you remember Co- picking Considine. the team the following day? So, or the following weekend, like a Friday night, let's say. Yeah. He was picking the team and he was had the chalkboard out and he kind of, one, three, six. And he'd look around, <laughs> I'm not joking, he'd look around to, to us behind him and he'd pick maybe 10, 11, 12. And then he'd go, he'd look around and he'd pick like two, back to four. <laughs> and we were kind of looking, does he know the team or is he just like kind of looking <laughs> <around>? <laughs> But then he says, and he was picking the panel, and he says to Kerry, he says, Kerry, after last weekend, you'd mark a ring if he was out there.
2: <laughs> and, and Andy was kind of going, I would, I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All the while, Alan Curranston's up in the hospital. <laughs> That's he exactly did.
3: No, he did the fitness test. Or he, he played, actually, the following weekend, yeah.
2: But we, like, we have a thousand of those stories, I don't think we have enough
0: time, to be honest. And I think we can free flow, see how many we get through, apart from I can just sit here and... God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Two lads shut away, yeah. no great panic, is there? Not at all, no. Yeah.
1: no we have Tommy in a while anyway, so I'm sure he's a few.
0: He's a few. <laughs> what did you think of Joe when he was coming in, Skell? given that... I know, Joe, you've said before that 212 against Cork was nearly the worst thing that happen at senior level, because it almost puts a bullseye on you straight away, and people would have been familiar with how good you were as a teenager with Bertumlin as well, so that expectation was there through the minors as well. Did you know there was kind of hot shit coming scale when he came in? You
2: see, I, the first time I saw him, let's say, from a hurling perspective, was at kind of the Puck Father skills when we were 12. Mm. So, like, I, I had known him all the long as minor. So he was coming into the senior panel at, uh, would be 19, Joe. 18, 19, 19, yeah. And, like, so I knew all about him. You know, like, that he was just, he was awesome. I still, he's the best underage hurler that's ever lived, and in my opinion, he's the best senior hurler that's ever lived. So he carried his underage form right up to senior. So I knew exactly what I was about, but some lads had seen him on television, whether it be minor games or the, the, the bits of snippets, the bits of club games. So they didn't quite get a, I suppose, an up-close look at him at training. So when he came in, the likes of my club mate Jaisy you now and Shane Cavs, and these lads saw him and go, jeez, this guy is ridiculous. That I actually sure. lost... Thanks, James. Actually <laughs> that, I actually lost 50 euros <laughs> one, one day. <laughs> fucking prick. Like, we were training <laughs> we're tra- we're tra- <laughs> one day, right? We were at Central field, I think it was on one train, Joe. And I said, uh, 50 euros, you won't hit the crossbar. And he goes, 50? Yeah, sound, ping, crossbar. <laughs> He, t- he took it too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How much money have you lost, Gal, to teammates over the years? Because you told the story this week as well. You lost 100 quid not remembering where you were in 2017 after the final.
2: Yeah, and at like, the hotel, yeah. I'm a bit bullish at times, like, and so when I think I'm right, I'll argue to the, to the cows come home. So it was after one of the minor games, and we stopped off for a couple yeah, of minutes, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and we're talking about hotels and whatnot. And next thing, um, someone asked, Where did you stay in 17? And I said, uh, Oh, it was the Burlington. And now Healy goes, No, it wasn't. It was the City West. I said, you're absolutely wrong. Right? <laughs> it was the Burlington. And he goes, I swear. I said, 100 euro. And he went, yeah. This. Yeah. onto the phone to Edin Where do we stay? City West. I mean, porno. <laughs> <laughs> 100 euro gone, straight away.
3: Some man to do his research, isn't he?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, come here. He didn't I, have the notepad that day. Remember, like, <laughs> <laughs> so you do listen to the show. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I actually, I actually look at the live ones and wonder why you don't have any um, subtitles. Oh! We always used to say that James could only get interviewed on TG Cahir because they'd have subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the people talk about his accuracy. I'll tell you one more about this, lad. I think it was under 21 again. And like, I, to this day, I think it was on purpose. But we were practicing 21s. And at the time, it was, it was uh, three in the goal, remember? And so he hit me in the kneecap with a bullet. And like I was like, oh Jesus! So I went out with the goal, and before like, you know, it was probably three or four minutes. And then I came back in again, straight in the balls, <laughs> right? And I crawled at the corner flag. I, I, I don't know what I did to that time, but I, I don't remember that. So he's dead, he was in Kiltormer, He was deadly accurate. <laughs> I, I remember Kiltaimer. And the boys geez. remember too. <laughs> so, geez, Yeah.
0: So he was deadly accurate. Yeah. You see, Murph, I think at the moment we're kind of roasting scales slightly, and we're kind of been nice to our special guest. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a chance to actually reassure canning a little bit more as well because we chatted about this in the pod way back when probably one of the times he wasn't watching the live mm. and it was just after Joe had done a piece with of Off the Ball talking about how the comments had kind of been misinterpreted about Henry and this was fire for the Kikenny panel yeah you and Tommy are here how much were the comments actually talked about
1: I don't think they're talked about a whole lot to be honest um, like we, we kind of took it two ways to be honest um, one was either he, they're they're trying to throw us off by by saying it or the second is that a journalist misquoted them because like we've had years where you know you said something but it was taken out of context so we were saying look either way it's it's bad to go and believe it like so we didn't have it pinned up in the dressing room where Anthony dad and to be honest at the time my memory of it was actually thinking that doesn't sound like something you'd say during a match like you know or something like this so we were like well, if he did say it, it, it just doesn't sound like Joe. So I don't think, you now Tommy might have a different memory of it, but I don't remember at the time us, like, we weren't ones for pinning stuff off in the dressing room anyway, like, but. Um, did Cody give a crap what was written about you? Um, I don't. I used to, look, he used to tell us not to read the papers and stuff like that, and whether lads did or lads didn't, I don't know, but I don't know. Tommy will actually fill you in in the story. Whoever it was a few years ago, Brian said like you know not about reading papers and don't read the papers and don't read all this but we had some elder statesmen a good few years ago anyway and Tommy definitely knows who it is now but made a point of sitting up the front of the bus about three seats behind Cody and open up the independent <laughs> going to a match so it was basically a kind of a you won't tell me what to do kind of a situation but uh I, look, I'm sure he was aware of it. Like, I mean, it's, it's actually impossible. Like, the Limerick lads and the lads are going around this week, and they know stuff is being said. So even if you don't read a paper, like, social media is the biggest thing now. So, look, it's very hard. And, like, even if we weren't reading papers, people would tell us if Joe, you know, what do you think of what Joe said in 2012? <coughs> but, like, look, realistically, we might have had a bit of siege mentality at the time and maybe tried to use it, but I don't remember
0: using it. Did you read much, Joe, about what was written about you while you were playing? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. used everything. Used everything, yeah. It was—it's a—it's a weird way, for me. Whatever way it was that it worked, in some ways good, some ways bad, or whatever. But whenever there was something, let's say, questioned about me personally or about the team or anything like that, yeah, I would have I would have used that 100%. Like, um, do you remember going back when, like, look, nine called Dunhu Father Trendy? Yeah, that was awful funny, actually, really. <laughs> it all, like we all—we'd we'd still call Dunhu Father Trendy the odd time. Father Trendy as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually know. He didn't actually know who it was. He <laughs> uh, done the picture of him kicking Bishop Brennan up the arse. Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you ever remember that photo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we put yeah. Dunahoo's yeah. head in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like stuff like that. Like even more so at home. Like when, when like people from Galway question, like the Connacht Tribune or whatever yeah. it was, like that you'd read on a Thursday evening when it came out. Um, Not real, like, you would have used as much as possible. Um, And it was probably, like, sometimes stupid, sometimes naive, and probably putting your focus on the wrong thing or whatever. But, um, yeah,
1: I would have used it a lot, like, yeah, personally anyway, yeah. Mm.
0: Not for you, Murph, no? Uh,
1: No, like, I tried to stay away from it as much as I could. Um, But, like that, exactly what Joe was saying, actually, sometimes you kind of wanted to read the bad stuff. You know, maybe if you had a bad day talking about the Leinster final in 2012, let's say at the hands of the boys or something, maybe sometimes it was good to have a quick little read and see what the story is like, but... Let's get, where are you at? Do
3: you know, do you know, do you know in the Camille, there's some lad like leave and Where, where are you Yeah, going? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 We're to, hey. There's just a lad in the middle him, there and he <laughs> just left. <laughs> slowly got up. Well, up. I going think he's
1: actually in the Connacht Tribune, isn't
3: he? It's John McIntyre.
2: <laughs> and they're very, jeez, snowflakes, aren't they?
0: Scale. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume you read quite a bit of what was said?
2: I, look, I, uh, I suppose what was in media or what was said uh, social media wouldn't really bother me. What bothered me is um, people close to home. So if my family says something like you were, you were shit, or, hmm. which they didn't, by the way, sorry, but if they kind of insinuated I was, or people at the club, that would kind of hurt me a bit more. But I wouldn't give a crap of what anyone said nationally. Because I, I used to think he was irrelevant. You know what I mean? Hmm. Some some people are different. Like he'd use it. I didn't bother with it. Maybe use he it he as well. It's just it's like because you're too focused on your own kind of I suppose uh, training, nutrition, diet, you know, sleep, all that. You're kind of your ver- your methodics. So you have to just external. Look,
1: it's very rare that someone will actually write something. And like if it's very good, the chance is the feet might come off the ground. And if it's very bad for some lads, they might just kill their confidence. So it's very it's very rare that something's written about a player that just hits the middle ground where it keeps them in the right place. Because like, the danger is for some players, feet come off the ground when they're hurling well, they start hurling poor. Or then if a fella's confidence is a bit down and he gets slated in the paper, like it's, it, it is tough on players. So striking that balance is we the thing. We used to
3: give Scale the world of abuse anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the time we play? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do, you
2: Do you remember the time? The time?
3: <laughs> we played Dublin in our last round-robin game in 18. And you went to it was a sunny day again. And you went out to a ball out, big catch, just to the side, like around the 6-hour box, just to the side. Completely missed it. <laughs> so it was the last game of the robin. So we were going out and go away that night, next Johnny Glynn, was it? Me and Johnny Glynn and it's Darby entirely and accurate. the boys. Okay.
2: It's not entirely accurate. What? Right. I didn't go with my hand the ball frightened me when it hit the ground on table, Because I was expected to come this way, and next thing it hit there, and I went, oh, Jesus, it's <laughs> over here. I lost it in the sun, sure.
3: So Johnny comes into the bar that night with a pair of sunglasses for, well... Going to give them to Skell. You could see a man across the bar, absolute, like, steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> we were like, we better stay
2: over at this side, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he'd, he'd, he'd give a shout then, hey, Skell, and he did this with the sunglasses. He'd hit the back, <laughs> <laughs> so they start bouncing. It was the one time I wanted to physically assault him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Might happen yet. So, you know we've done too many episodes in this pod this year when you realise Johnny Glynn feels about five years ago now when you mm. picked him as the best full forward to play against Limerick.
2: Yeah. Despite playing
0: it. football for New York for the last... I
2: stand by it, yeah. He, was exactly,
0: o- yeah. he was home last weekend. You tried to convince him to stay around.
2: Yeah. yeah. He's still in some shape too. Mm. See, he was, was midfield for New York footballers. so oh, He'd be fit enough anyway. Actually, he's a wrecking ball as well, like... That's precisely what you need against Limerick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not denying that, but Joe, I'm not sure if you'd be bringing Glyn out right now to play against Limerick. This, the idea of this was, Skehill was picking a team from everyone in the country to play against Limerick at the time when they were beating teams by 10 points in the league earlier this year. And of course Skehill had to come out with Johnny Glyn, he's my number 14. Do a job. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, maybe, maybe, 12, yeah. maybe 12
3: or that, but um, he'd do a job. If You, you wouldn't be uh, grabbing many balls off
2: Johnny Glyn now. Oh. We had a tactic back in the day, like, our, I suppose our tactics weren't very, um, I suppose, I was going to say professional or extreme, but it was, it was just very complicated, very complicated, it was just, fuck, fuck, long to Johnny, <laughs> 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 that was, that was long to Johnny, that was it. <laughs> the rest he <laughs> <deep> spread out.
0: <laughs> this all coming at a time when, like, the short puck out was essential and keeping possession, nah, stick it down to Johnny.
3: Long to Johnny, yeah. Around 15, yeah. Yeah, around 60, 2015, yeah. Mm. 16. Yeah, it was just like long to Johnny. Mm. Yeah. you could hear it going around the place. Like everybody, it wasn't as if we were like it was a s- signal that nobody else knew. Like you could, <laughs> you might as well come
0: out over the, the telecom or whatever. Like. <laughs> <laughs> big sign. <gasps> Paul Murphy, when it comes to praise for players and giving mm. out about players, who's the Kilkenny player you currently praise the most? Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm, looking looking for a, I'm looking for a name here, Paul. But it was... It, it, like I didn't see it turning this early in the show, to be fair. Mikey Butler.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I
0: was it's about this what? moment, scale. you should have no an notepad and you should be going number 53.
1: Now, we ran through everything before the show. You didn't tell me about a siren that was going to no. come on. <laughs> I
0: thought it was the girls. <laughs> <the> girl. <laughs> Oh, so true. the guards again, Joe. Tell us why you scale isn't allowed on the Iron Islands anymore.
2: Oh yeah. I'm oh, hold on, hold on. from the Iron Islands. Yeah. We were talking about Mickey Butler here. That's, <laughs> done. <laughs>
0: continue That's done. Continue. More. continue more. That's done. That was a visual joke. The, f- right. the stage is yours. We had, a, we
3: had a training camp back in what was 2010. John McIntyre's time. Joe Connolly and the lads had to go out to the Iron Islands in Ishmore. Get connected with the west of Ireland again, up to Dune Angus, train over there in the pitch, and then there was a big Cayley that night. And all the lads into the Cayley, drinking all night, you name it. Got back to the hotel. I don't know what you were drinking anyway, but (laughs) mattress thrown out the window, (laughs) hurls. Jay Skehill Hurls, I think it was actually lads that fucked him out, right? And <laughs> it's the first time have Ske- <laughs> <busy. laughs> yeah. yeah. The boys in the room fucked out everything, right? But the guard came up the following morning. Jay Skehill came up to the hotel, caught your man, marched him up. We were leaving on the ferry, going back into Galway. Never set foot
2: in this island again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's left out a small bit there now. I the way where you're maids. filling in the gap on yeah, your own story yeah. where the <laughs> I was trying and to you. be sure nice you may as well be hung for sheep as well said, the guard actually came to the hotel that night was that night? and he came up and he goes who's Jay Skehill? I went that's me and he goes are these your hurls? I said yeah he said you're coming with me I said why? he goes you threw them over the balcony I went yeah I throw my own fucking hurls over the balcony and <laughs> I said you wouldn't be half as smart in Roxborough would you? and he goes tomorrow so he went down and woke the management and he said that led us to go to mass tomorrow morning so what? Yeah, Joe Connolly came on the, the, the bedroom door oh and he goes, "James, Jesus. to come with me." I had to sit up the front of mass. all ask hadn't a clue what they were saying. Sweat out through me, of the drink, and then I was marched down with the guard and he said, <laughs> "Don't ever come back here again." He said, <laughs> you went to
0: mass? Thank you for the mass. Yeah, fucking mass. You strike me as the type of guy who's like, I don't really care what he said. Have you been back since? No, I haven't. Wow. <laughs> Not allowed. I, I,
2: when I'm told do something, I do it. I was out there,
0: <laughs> was out there two weeks ago, and he's definitely not allowed out there. Did you meet the guard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he asking for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want a bit of revenge, Scal, what happened to your underpants
2: that was Joe's fault? That's a bad start now, Will, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I'm happy with how I framed the question. Go on.
2: No, he's, he's a good... Like, I, know he, I suppose when he's talking in media, and like in, on the pitch he comes across as quite a serious character, <laughs> but he's the greatest messer going. And I came out with the, I was in the shower and I came out anyway, and <laughs> yeah. they were all <laughs> chatting away. I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> and I put on the jocks and put on the pants, and next thing I went, fuck, that's burning. I said, and I said, jeez, I thought I hooked in, and I was covered in Vicks vapor room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, who did that? And next thing your man was looking at the corner, like, in the corner. I said, it was you, you're dirty. <laughs> and I had no jocks. Oh, jeez. But then I got him back years later. Go on. Do you remember we used to dye the hair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Joe, Joe loves hurling, I think he loves fashion, <laughs> and he loves his hair. Right? <laughs> so back in the time in college, we used to do the old tips, yeah. the old blonde mm. tips, oh, yeah. so he did mine, and uh, I did his, and so we used to have to put the cap, I mean, the cap? That was the Fitzgibbon, we won the Fitzgibbon, yeah. Yeah, this, this is the start of it now.
0: Was that the Fitzgibbon that a clown could have managed it to success, was it? But well, he did. Well... He <laughs> teed <laughs> <laughs> up there now, so he did. <laughs>
3: And I fell for hook line and sinker. But anyway,s we did. He the, we actually did ran to the sideline and bare hugged Fitzy after.
2: Yeah, <laughs> squeezed the shite out of him. He's still cross. I'll probably he'll tell you a story why he's crossing me from his house. But the, uh, anyway,s the old tips didn't work out so well. And they were supposed to come out like bright blonde. Uh, mine didn't come out too bad, but yours was grand. Yours came, was out. Grand. Mine yours was came out ginger. Yeah, yeah. Yours came out ginger. And it I never me. saw a man who was cool cam to panic so much. He didn't want to go into default mode, got yeah. different dye. It went all over his hair, he went brown or brown. Yeah, it was you shaved it off. Just, I shaved it off. Yeah, shaved all of off and blame me.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't do it to myself, like.
2: Yeah, but you signed off on it.
0: <laughs> so hold on, what was the reason about the hate in the house? You kind of dropped that in the middle there. And no, go. I can't say that. Right, OK. <laughs>
2: Do it.
3: When you broke all the furniture. Wait, yeah, I, think <laughs> <it's->
0: <laughs> I thought he was serious. <laughs>
2: oh
0: Next, right. Let's do- put Murph under pressure for a minute. You picked T. J. over yeah. Canning earlier yeah. this year when you boys had a bit of a debate. Yeah. Let's tell him why in front of him.
3: <laughs> I, 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 would well agree with him. Oh,
1: I'd agree with him. Hundred percent. that's boring.
3: No, I would huh? but he is like. Is that to prove me wrong again? give No, but it, it's...
1: I actually wanted to go studs up on in, him there in, now. In, now he's fair,
3: in fairness, like... TJ Reid is probably the best we've ever seen. I shut up, Nobody even... No, but he is. <laughs> but he is. This
1: is why he's so clean. This yeah, is how he's getting out.
3: What he's doing now at 36 years of age,
1: or whenever he is to 36 You years. were backstage looking at clips of yourself there, going, Shit, look at that, in 2015. <laughs> Remember that? That's why it took us so long to come out here. You were saying, yeah. fucking, I said, it was do, the best at sidelines.
2: He came it's over to Morphin and goes, look at the sideline here. This, 2015. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a four in one game. It was, was actually, the line he was using,
1: was it? it? was a four in one game. Yeah, I heard it in mind. the elevator coming out, four in one game. I was like, why are you talking about four in one game? Four wides as well. Yeah. He actually, in, in fairness he nearly got me in trouble one year. Remember in, in Tullamore, we played G in the drawn game. She were up by about 10 points in 14 and ye came back, but you got the drawn point. And you were literally on the 14-yard line at the sideline running away from goal. And I was coming after you. But like you kind of, the ball Don't was bouncing. I couldn't get you. I was afraid <laughs> to run into that wall and tell him more. That was a problem. <laughs> but I was running after you. But kind of part of it was that. Like we were out on our feet like, you know, at that stage of the match. And he had us on the back foot. But y- your man took the shot anyway. And I was closest to him. I'm sure like, When I look back at the angle, like there was no angle there. And there was a bit of curl on the ball and went over. I'm sure Cody cornered me like a few nights later. And he was like, why didn't you block him? And I, I was thinking that myself, like, but, you know, I, was going, <laughs> I know I didn't
0: have blocked. It kind of planned, Brian.
1: 70 you know. minutes in, and I'm gasping, and Johnny Glynn's after pulling out and dragging out of yeah, like, yeah. you know. But I, did, I was looking at Brian, I was going to say, is it it's because I thought he wasn't going to fucking score? And I was like, <laughs> I can't say that. I was like, look, uh, the sun got in my eyes there, Brian, <laughs> I could not see. <laughs> but I remember, I remember when he got it, and he was turning away, celebrating, waving, and I was going, oh, you're some bollocks. I was just going, of... <laughs> <laughs> and it was just... <laughs> yeah, but, but we rarely marked each other. To be fair, like we only kind of it was only in fairness, it was only like five or ten minutes here or there because you yeah. were usually 14 or centre forward. Or something like that, or terrified yeah, of me. So yeah, never. <laughs> <really> <laughs> enough,
0: yeah. No, yeah, rarely. So I don't have good things. Will we be nice to TJ and ask him to talk about why he thinks TJ is so good? TJ tell you he's good. I T- I we he will, yeah. No, as in that TJ. He, tell he TJ wouldn't TJ's know. good. Canning was better than me. No, T- so, so
1: TJ no, was sitting yeah. here. TJ go, I am the best. So. <laughs> <laughs> or Canning's just backing himself out of it. I would know. In fairness, like you said, it was Canning. Like, and, but I think a lot of it is. In fairness, is like. I would have seen TJ since you know since I'm 11, 12, or 14, and like that does play a lot in terms of what you've seen. I only saw him playing against him or what he's done on telly, like you know. So, but um, look, it's, it's splitting hairs, really, like you know, unfairness. I know he's backing out of it there, but it is splitting hairs, like to be fair to him.
0: Hmm. No, I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, his longevity, Joe, is incredible. As you mentioned, he's 36 later this year. He's taken your record as the championship top scorer. Himself and Horgan are kind Fuck of swapping it back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were going to see that one,
3: out, didn't I you? All I got for that, like. Yeah. <laughs> A week, Jesus. A week I think
0: I had a week, did I? Yeah. Well, look, I'm sure it was sweet enough, though. To actually, like, were you aware of the record as it was ticking down? Because most of the media weren't. It definitely was. Do you know? Do you know what now? <laughs> I'll tell you a good
3: one, right? Yes, I was aware of it, right? But we played Waterford that day, hmm. and Bennett, who's the, the corner forward? What did I get me? Shane again? Bennett was Shane corner, but Stephen it, as well. Like. And I was taking a free, and I could hear him roaring. Up the field at me, you'll break your record today. You'll break the record today, and that's how like you know that. So I did know like, and everybody kind of knew about it at the time. But did it matter? No, like, hmm. like what difference? As I said, like I didn't get anything for it. Like it doesn't really
1: matter. Like, um, would you have like? It's been like doing the basketball when Steph Curry breaks the oh
3: like the like whole crowd. Like Henry on Henry comes field. down and hugs yeah, you yeah, and stuff. just yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> <it's> like um, <laughs> Half Take time. a 40-minute. Yeah, yeah. There, John
1: like. Milan is carrying you off on your shoulders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, go cracking, fairness. It's a missed opportunity, really. It, it really, really is. Yeah, you just have. get to pick yeah. a motley crew of players to go down go, and carry go, off the pitch. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted it though, didn't you? <laughs> not like it is what it is. Like yeah. you know, mm.
3: it's not. What difference is it? I'm sure like I probably got a point or two more, or, or missed a point or two before, do you know what I mean? Like Those kind of records are very iffy, do you know, like some match reports you could have 10 points, and you know, other match reports you could have 8 points, and you'd be like, fuck it, I got 11 points there today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's, so it's, yeah, it's a little bit different like that, yeah.
2: But there's not enough appreciation for it though. There's not? No. You know, I think sometimes it's because we're amateur sportsmen that there's not enough um, made out of it because like, what to, to get that amount of scoring is, is surreal because it's, it's continuous, top-level performance. Like, I, just, I just think probably because we've, we've seen him in the present, there's not enough appreciation. And the record will be broken at some stage, and it won't be appreciated then again. Hmm. So it's just, uh, I know he'll, he'll, he'll play it down, because that's his nature, but in fairness, to get top of that list, that's passed out some greats. So, well done, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <clears throat> so,
0: I also scale shouldn't need to point this out but the record was broken like it's going to be broken so many more times now because they're round robin mm. yeah. Um, yeah yeah when the lads in joe's era broke it for the best part you got what about two or three years around robin tops it was a weird covid year in the middle of it as well wasn't there
3: yeah like eight what 62 games what uh, mm. what's the boys played now boys you, probably have 70 something games
2: played. Yeah, like. yeah yeah you yeah. have nine point two points average but oh, jeez the boys have below eight that's why that was my argument
0: the notebook's in your brain.
2: It's in my brain, but I, I, <laughs> I, list, I listed out 10 or 11 items that he was better on. We're back to the T.J. debate, sorry. <laughs> so I'm of numbers, but yeah. So he, But he there, got will be, there
3: will be more games, so it's going to be broken eventually, like again. Um, but
0: yeah. Did G2 fall out over the change of management in 15 into 16? Because you run opposite sides. <laughs> Jesus really?
3: <laughs> <It> didn't <laughs> really fall out, like. But there at the time, there would have been a little bit weird between let's Say the five or six, and then the whatever 25 or whatever, mm. there was a little like bit like at the time, but nothing major. it like was a debate, yeah. that's what it
0: was. Like it was, which, which in fairness, panels need, and like it, ultimately you go on to win it, the All Ireland a couple years later, and then
2: yeah, so like it was a debate. And obviously, you have people who thought one thing, and you have people who thought the other thing, yeah. So then ultimately, it was kind of like I suppose a democratic decision.
3: Nobody, nobody ever fell out over it, like because we were still the same panel the following year and stuff like that. Like, me all didn't change much, but. It was just difference of opinion, I suppose, of how we saw things through like a collective more so than individual, do you know what I mean? Like, um, so no, we never fell out around, to, geez, no, no. Mm. Not that I know of, do you follow me?
2: No, man. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you ever find Skell here to take an awful lot of responsibility for your team, putting it that way? Um, because everyone is associated with Cannings Galway almost. So if you came up short, the analysis will be about Joe.
2: Yeah, I suppose um, like I've often stated publicly, like that we we as teammates like would have let him down. He would have performed on a day, and we didn't. You know what I mean? Like I I I wouldn't have been conscious of it, but I'd say it's only when you're finishing you look back and go, "Jeez, he actually did carry us for a good bit." And I suppose the supporting crew, if you want to call it that, wasn't as effective as it was when he got into 17, 18 and so on. Um, but I'd say he, you're probably harder on yourself. Then we run him if that makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a you kind know? of a bullshit perception out there from media and stuff like that. Like it's different if you're playing individual sports and stuff like that. But when you're playing team sports, you need like not by yourself. No, not no. But that's what I'm saying. It, it was like supporters and stuff like that and the media, and it was like if things weren't going right, it was like why aren't you in full forward? And you could be out centre forward, and then ball going in, and oh twice in the full forward. and shit like Mm. people that don't actually has never played the game at a high level or has never been in that situation before like it's easy give a perception to if people in influence let's say media and stuff like that can give a perception to the general public and then yeah that's it do you know and they can say stuff here and there and rumours start then and like I remember there was a rumor going around that me and Davy Burke didn't talk because of Portumna and St Thomas's, and we lived together for five years. <laughs> Do you know that kind of way, like. Doesn't sound like a very her? social house. Was I it? don't know. <laughs> how did I talk for five years? He kept to his side. <laughs> it was two floors in the house, but um, <laughs> but you know that sort of stuff around Galway and stuff like that. There was always that sort of stuff, and then like club rivalry and stuff. I don't think like I never came across that when I actually went into Galway, like hmm. like it was part of, like yeah. But like, it's the same in Kilkenny, I'm sure. Like, mm. When you go play with your club, like you'll, you'll kill each other to win for your club. Mm. But then when you're in with the county, it's just park, Like and you just get on with it, like. do you know? So, um, yeah, and the same thing back then in 15 and stuff or, or anything like that. It was all a lot of wishy-washy stuff. Like
0: Yeah. Um, before we look at some clips of you, because I'm sure that's what everyone wants to I can't, uh, Yeah, but I
3: was wondering when you were going to show yeah. them.
0: <laughs> you know. You banging in those goals on your phone earlier on. <laughs> Did you feel any pressure as kind of the years went on and it got towards 17 and like you're going to kind of 30 years of age that you're kind of going to become <coughs> that story? Like it was only a couple of weeks ago on the radio we were having the argument. You're like, your brother Ollie, one of the best players never twinned in all Ireland. We talk about Kieran MacDonald. We talk about all the Waterford guys. Was it ever crossing your mind as you got to that point that you might think, I've achieved all this. I've got five All-Stars in the bag, but I might not actually get to lift Lee McCarthy. No, I, I, I
3: never thought of it in, in a way that it would be a failure of my career if I never won All-Ireland. Hmm. To the general public, to every prick you meet in a pub that will say easy to you, Jesus, never won All-Ireland. Do you know? That, that's what worried me. Do many people actually come up and say it to you? Oh yeah, loads really? of it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> loads, of, loads of that sort of stuff. And, and even, oh, you've only won. That's... <laughs> mm. That was said to me in Killarney at the weekend there when we were at a stag like by a Limerick fella. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and how many and I, old li- and li- and I live in Limerick. How many on Ireland's does he have, Joe, this guy?
3: None. Oh, but it was funny, he kept roaring over up the treaty, up the treaty for like 10 minutes. and Then he saw Johnny Glynn and he quietened down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like... I was never worried that kind of a way that, uh, like, it didn't really matter. It wouldn't have defined me as, like, my career to myself or to my family or anything like that or to the lads. I don't know, James could be different because we grew up a lot. Like, James is the same as I have. Hmm. Like, you have Everton, I have. Bear, yeah. bear
2: Club. 100 county
3: titles and four <laughs> <laughs> Club of Ireland. No, but, the, like, the, Count- oh, the, Everton, the county, county wise yes, yeah. and Fitzgibbon and that. Like, so, um,. Like we've won Everton apart from under fourteen, Tony Uh Everton. Like, so it was the All Ireland the thing? Yeah, in one sense that, geez, you'd love to win it, and it's everything you grew up dreaming of doing. But in another sense, would I be content um, retiring without one? I've I've always said I would have been. It didn't define because you need you need a group. You're either good enough or you're not. Right, it's not as if it's a one, uh, like a, you're playing tennis or you're playing golf, right? And you don't win your your biggest title or whatever. So, in a group scenario, you're either good enough or you're not. And we weren't good. Like we played in four, we weren't good enough in three of them, mm. which is a horrendous, like statistic, really. Like, um, so yeah, it, it's grand in one way that you can say you won one, but yeah, sure he's about. I don't. Well, how many? <laughs> five or six? What, four. Oh, four that
1: <laughs> Says your man, giving out of lads, oh, cheer him.
3: I know a lot, can any lads have more? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll hear from one of them after the break. Uh, before that, uh, just to mention as well that Joe has been a Borgosh energy ambassador since 2009. We are genuinely gonna look at some of the clips that he was looking at on his phone. I think the guys <laughs> at the back have managed to put them together. We're gonna to call these, go, um, let's say, moment A, moment B, moment C. Paul Murphy, you can judge them as we see them. So okay. let's have a look at the first clip. We've got a monitor there. Everyone else can see it up there.
1: Which one's this? Oh, I, uh, with oh this one, yeah.
0: Well, again, this is kind of one where I was like,
1: no, I'm actually a right bit away from here. That's Joey Holden, just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> Hangs it. Yeah. Ah, look, it's a great goal. Like, like he had a... He had Joey and Jackie within striking range of him, but, like, I've never seen anyone actually just catch, catch the ball, turn and strike without looking. So the boys weren't expecting it, as you can see. Like I wasn't
3: expecting it. I actually looked for that ball in front. Like, that was a horrendous <laughs> ball into a forward. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> it is. But it is, like... So Andy hit that ball, like, and I was actually out in front.
0: Next thing he launched it. And you're, like, just... You're just running, like. Yeah. yeah. Especially no credit to Andy Smith whatsoever. You met everything with the pirouette. Pure fluke. Hmm. Okay, that's A. We're going to let you pick at the end. We'll shout A, B, C at the end. Let's have a look at clip number B, then. Number B. Well, letter B. <laughs> Murphy has to be a smart guy. <laughs> well,
1: that's the point. That scale. not the, ah, in the is That one again? Favorite, you? This is is that the game. That's your favourite. <laughs> Talk us through that. What was it like, Skelly? That was the job, wasn't it?
3: Mm. Well, look, what were you feeling at that time? I For- don't know how Johnny Cohn turned around like... Oh, turned around to pop it back to yeah. you?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Why did he like turn around? Because he
2: definitely wouldn't have heard me. But he'd tell you himself though, he's shooting at times is questionable. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> no, at, at times is questionable. Like, he wouldn't be the most accurate. Were you uh, fond of Tipperary at the time
0: scale, or where were you at? Oh, no. yeah, I fucking hated. She's a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's letter B. Let's have a look at letter C.
1: Oh, he was there for that one now.
0: Yeah, this is an earlier one. Well, this Funny was one. Time.
1: Look, he just ghosted in. You can see him here. Look, snaking in behind everyone. <laughs> so the boys are getting flogged there. Who's that? Johnny Dean or someone? No, it's James Regan, Regan. James Regan. Here he comes in. I get to him. And then he just changes direction. All of us gone. Hangs it up. But it was just... The thing was, though, as well, with that one, with, with the third one there, like, and it's not trying to blow him up or anything, like, one of the things you didn't want, was that, in the ninth or tenth minute? Like... You didn't want him hitting the back of the net. It's like Tony Kelly last week. You're like, you don't want Tony Kelly hitting the back of the net because that'll get the, the fair crowd going. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. so once you hit the crowd, like the Galway crowd, like if he got a point, it was kind of, were two points really because the crowd were up for it. Like, but geez, we were talking about it during the week there, about the roar of the crowd. That was one of the goals where it was like, you could hear the Galway crowd. Like it was, you know, the shaking of the stand and everything. But uh, yeah, like at that stage, it was important for us to bounce back after that because... They could have really, and you got to run this in Leinster Finals, similar enough, Davy Burke, yourself, both got goals. So, like, there was kind of a few hallmarks there of going, this could
0: be dangerous again. Mm-hmm. Scale, you wanted to include D, but I couldn't get the clip because it was in such crap quality, was the one against Cork where he bounces off the rock and puts it in.
2: Yeah, it's his, it's, I think probably your, it was probably one of the biggest goals he scored at the time. It was his first year. So, again, high ball in, terrible ball, but he catches it over the rock. Uh, I think he fins him off with an elbow, buries it past the rock is Where are you going, lads? <laughs> <laughs> They're from Cork, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> He's insulted The Rock, I'm out of here. <laughs> Again, young age, uh, 19 years of age, catch a ball over the <laughs> rock, out muscle him and stick in the net. It's, it's a fair feat. Not bad. Yeah. A, B or C from the crowd? It's
0: a lot of Bs, a few Is A's. A lot of B's, some A's there towards the end, A's have been shouting very loudly towards the end. More importantly, Joe Canning, which is your favourite of the three? B. Hmm. Significance of it, is that because, like, it's obviously that clutch moment in a huge game. Is that why? It's skin's tip.
2: Uh, <laughs> tip boys <laughs> down there <or> somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the tip boys were the ones walking out. Tip there, yeah. definitely. That's
3: I, I should be worse <laughs> than him. Like, I grew up on the border ago in Tipperary. But um, like, no, I think just the significance right. of it and stuff like that, obviously. But then again, like, you go, if you play on that, like, 30 seconds later, like, Bubbles had a shot to draw it. Like, and it, like then you wouldn't be talking about it or anything Ah, uh, like the
0: editors cut it very cleverly. It looks like it was the last moment. <laughs> I know, yeah. The <laughs> next yeah, moment yeah. is you getting swarmed. But, uh, Hold on, did Tipperary not have a lot to do, like, again, 2009, Pertumna win the All Ireland Club title. You trained in Tipperary all year that year with Portumna. Which? In 2009, the All Ireland Club. You beat Burren. Yeah. You and Burren were both training in Tipperary all that year. Ballingarry hmm. Sure. So Burren's 15 minutes, 20
3: minutes yeah. over the road from us. Um, yeah, we would have. I, I, tra- like, no, I think it was all the same night. Like we went down one side, they were um, up yeah. the other. <laughs> but yeah, we we would have trained because it was the only place that had lights around. Um, so yeah, we would have trained there for a lot of our club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's gas actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. Me trying to bring Tip and Galway relations back together. Uh, more on Tipperary after the break. Everyone, Joe Canning's been a fantastic guest. (laughs) OTBs, their hurling pod,
1: with Board Gosh Energy. Proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship.